Don't worry. We're getting out of here. But it's Disney. Welcome to the Fantasy Fair, part of Red Spotlight Entertainment. I'm your host, Kyle Lira, and isn't it marvelous? Isn't it? Isn't it? I don't know. Because we're talking about Marvel Land, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go on to uh, Star Wars Land later. Avatar Land, uh, do we even care? <sighs> like, yeah. And then uh, Fantasy mm-hmm. Land seems to be getting a certain uh makeover and then are we excited for the makeovers property all right here in the fantasy fair with me i have alexis soto how are you doing today sir i am doing quite magical actually quite magical i I love it i love that little attitude we could all follow your uh your advice i think i think it's well I just think that if more people did, we wouldn't be in a certain mess, in a certain situation, in a certain country at the moment. But that's why Disney is so great, because it distracts from the the really, really bad things. Because Disney is... Yes, I think Brexit has... I I think it's taken its toll and... Yes, it it definitely has. I mean, the British monarchy, what do they even matter anymore? Um... Hey, there's some good people in there. They're in a way better uh, uh, situation than us. That's for sure. You said it, not me. Watch The Crown on Netflix. Da, 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 da. Um, anyway, so uh, without further ado, here's the fantasy fair. Isn't it marvelous? Just who in the hell do you think you are? Well... <laughs> What's that? He says, welcome to the frickin' Guardians of the Galaxy. Only he didn't use frickin'. Look out! Oh, wow. I tried, guys. And welcome to the Fantasy Fair. Alexis. <laughs> Alexis. Alexis, Alexis, Alexis. <laughs> yes. Isn't it marvelous? Oh, yes. It, 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 it is quite marvelous. It transcends upon itself. It transcends the language of space and time. Yes, yes, I agree wholeheartedly. Now... It is no, there's no question that Marvel Land is coming fairly soon to the Disney parks. Am I right? Uh, it's pretty obvious. I think uh, you and I, 
in particular have been talking about this since like summer of 2015, maybe even earlier than that. Yeah. Like you like, started talking about it as soon as uh, as soon as we got uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's been happening and it's been uh if you follow uh Disney a lot of Disney Insider, you know, scoops and that stuff. This particular uh, project is so massive in scale. It being a whole themed land on a multi-billion-dollar successful movie franchise, it's pretty hard to keep under wraps. And for the longest time, it's been fairly and obvious pretty, that this is. And yeah, pretty much, they land plotted and put the put the flag on the on the hill. And pretty much yeah. said, "Hey guys, look what's coming with um with Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Escape is that the name? Mission Breakout. Mission Breakout. Same same thing. Um, you just call it the Guardians Tower. Uh, the Guardians Tower. <laughs> you know, because who cared about Tower of Terror, right? <laughs> I I say so with, much shade. I say with no contempt whatsoever." Uh, no, it, it definitely, look, uh, when it was announced at D23 in 2015, this was August, that Star Wars land was happening, look, a lot of us were already expecting, okay, where's the Marvel stuff? Because at that point, Marvel was already so big, and Disney had acquired Marvel back in 2009, but had not... Way before... The, yeah, um, but they've been taking their time with uh, introducing attractions into the parks. In fact, the very first Marvel attraction inside a Disney park is at Hong Kong Disneyland, which is the Iron Man experience, which, no disrespect to that, but it's just like a, a, a half-rated Star Tours, basically. It's, it's the exact same uh, simulator attraction. But... Uh, no, look, here's, here's the thing. I, I, I want to make sure that everybody is on the same page. Right now, and it all began with the announcement of Star Wars Land, we are witnessing and we are in a transition period that will be known as the biggest single expansion period of the Disneyland Resort. Now think about this. All of this combined will be much more massive in scope than when Disneyland transitioned from being one park to creating a second park, three hotels, and a downtown Disney district. It is huge. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. <laughs> uh, I think uh, you just gave that to me. You know that, right? I, I know. Yeah, I did. Um, I think uh, I think that it's it's great that we're getting Marvel Land, if not Marvelous. Um, <laughs> yeah, imagine that. A word we haven't used at all today. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm expecting a lot from it. I mean, right now, they pretty much have, like, a kind of quote-unquote preview of Marvel yeah. Land going on. It's going to be called the mm -hmm. uh, Summer of Heroes. Right, right. And, uh, Alexis, why don't you uh, tell me some of the attractions that are going right. to be in well, Summer of Heroes. Okay, so, uh, clearly, this all began, uh, it was actually today. With, uh, the, it was announced at Disney Parks blog that uh, the brand new Guardians of the Galaxy Tower of Terror. I'm sorry, that just slipped out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. <coughs> I'm sorry. That just no slipped subtlety out. there. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout will open on May 27th of this year, 2017. And with that, the announcement of Summer of Heroes... Uh, which is basically the 
DCA, Disney California Adventure Park version of the Season of the Force promotion uh, or overlay, if you will, that they have at the uh, Tomorrowland, which is basically themed to Star Tour. I mean, now, Star Wars. Now it's going to okay. last until yeah. uh, until uh, September, right? Yes, it is quote, set quote. to last. It'll officially begin May 27th along with the opening of the tower, and it will last through September 10th. Now here's what they've announced so far, what they have here in bold, the activities. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Dance Off. Uh, basically, it's just a, Thanks, a dance Chris party. Pratt. With uh, the Guardians, uh, Star-Lord and Gamora are confirmed to appear at this uh, rock and roll bash as it's advertised. Now, will the awesome mix be the backing? I mean, you you would imagine, right? Because uh, these are amazing soundtracks that these movies have. Also, super... Okay, continue. You're hooked on a feeling, aren't you? Hooked on a feeling, dude. Of course they Superhero encounters where you will get to meet Captain America, Spider-Man, which you can already do, but also you can also meet and greet Groot. I am Groot? Yes, I am Groot. I am Groot. And for a limited time, there will be the Avengers Training Initiative with Black Widow and Hawkeye. It's pretty much their version, I'm assuming, of the uh, Jedi... Uh, Jedi Academy? Yeah. With uh, if the Avengers twist on it. Also, you know what Disney heroic should, in... Disney should really... Okay, my recommendation for all this is that Disney should um, crack the technology of artificial intelligence and make an army of Ultrons... And that will be the main attraction for the for the for the thing. Yeah. That would end in a disaster. What could I pot- cannot even I cannot even begin to imagine how big of a disaster that would be. AIs in the park. It could be worse. How could it be worse? I don't know. It could be an attractive female that uh, that taunts a bunch of agents. Watch Agents of Shield LMD Tuesdays on ABC. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. <laughs> Please tell your friends. By the way, th- yeah. <laughs> by the way, we're gonna be giving. <laughs> there's there's a high possibility that there's gonna be a lot of arrest development. References throughout this whole entire shindig. For the rest of eternity. Other things that they also announced, Kyle, heroic encounter with Black Widow. Black Widow will arrive on the scene several times throughout the day in an armored Avengers vehicle. Oh, so, that's going to be cool. Yeah, that sounds It's a painted good, go-kart. Budget cuts, man. Budget cuts. <coughs> okay, and also, uh, uh, food, dining, as what they did with uh, in Tomorrowland. They turned the Tomorrowland Terrace into the Galactic Grill. Uh, there will be some heroic food options and special themed merchandise available throughout Hollywoodland. So, essentially what this is, it is Marvel essentially taking over... Hollywood land, which 
is pretty much useless at this point because there's really nothing in there. Uh-huh. And it will serve as a beta Marvel Land to see how people react to it. Kind of like what Season of the Force is for Tomorrowland. I, to me, I think that a lot of people will cling on to this like a like a fly on poop. Uh, I because uh, I mean, if you look at you know some of the highest grossing movies of all time, what what what's in there? Star Wars and Marvel movies. And those are quintessential in every single summer blockbuster. Uh, just to just to add one little thing of one little thing, what were the the two highest grossing films of last year? Uh, Captain America and uh, Rogue One. Yeah, Marvel and Star Wars. Boom. So I think uh, I think it's uh, it's about time that a Marvel Land comes on. Uh, when Marvel Land does open, what rides do you expect to come on? Well, look. I mean, um, obviously clearly... there's going to be the Guardians ride, but like, right. what what is it going to be? Just like one more ride, and that's it? No, no. Or it could be. We'll we'll see. Um, and all three of those. We've been talking about this, as we've mentioned already, for so many years. And so we've had time to imagine what kind of attractions that they could make. Um, One of them is already happening. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy, I knew from the minute that movie hit theaters and we saw it, this is a hit and it's going to be a mainstay. And it has remained a mainstay. Yeah, Um, now, I mean, it was so, it's so awesome because back then it was... A very obscure property. Now everybody knows who Groot is. Everybody knows who Rocket is. Gamora, uh, Drax, uh, Star Lord. Everybody knows these names. They become household names, and that's what's cool about this whole thing is that it it, it kind of uh, it kind of blew up in the in the best possible way ever. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, look. I mean, just I, I want to stay on the Guardians one for just a little bit and think about this. <clears throat> these characters this property in particular who's just at this point one movie in are so beloved are so popular that disney themselves deemed it worthy enough worthy enough to take over an already established and popular in its own right attraction which was the twilight zone tower of terror like nah we got it better (laughs) that's like somebody taking the uh, Terminator ride and uh, turning it into a oh, wait. Well, in this case, that's not what happened. They turned it into the Minions. Which Thank you for putting salt on that wound. I can't believe that actually happened. And dude, it was such a good attraction too. That made me so mad. I was like, I, I was fuming with anger. When I found out that it what it was going to be replaced with, because if it was if it was some other property, fine. But then it had. Let's say, how about they replaced it with Alien? How about that? An Alien attraction. That would actually be cool. Right, but Minions. But then they <laughs> Minions, freaking yellow Tic Tacs running around the freaking place. I don't know. It's just what's going on, Universal. I, Look, we shouldn't it, say anything because uh, because of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, uh, attendance has shot up, man, in a huge way. Huge. 
Huge. Um, but yeah, what do we what do what what do we expect, Alexis? Going back to the topic. Uh, to attractions. Mm-hmm. To the okay, uh, for sure. What is being planned based on my sources that, and this one attraction keeps popping up. Clearly, what will happen is an Avengers attraction. Clearly. And the intention is to be an e-ticket. E-ticket attractions are, you know, the, those massive scale ones like Radiator Springs Racers or a Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, like these signature attractions. You don't think and, it'll be? Uh, you don't think it'll be uh, akin to uh, Star Tours? No, 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 no. I think there may be elements infused, but if the question is, do you think it'll be just another simulator and that's it? No. That's not what's happening. Number number two, that's not what they should do, and that's not what they're doing. They recognize that they have to put in the resources and the investment to create new types of attractions. They, ch- they just can't do simulation and tack that onto everything. It's too easy, and it's lazy, and it's not Disney. That would be tarnishing the legacy. From what I hear, this is supposed to be like a new world, uh, a new age roller coaster that is indoor and outdoor. So the indoor, I would imagine they'll use simulator elements, and the outdoor, we'll see how that goes. But this is Avengers, and this is supposed to be, like, this is, like, the thing that will make or break all of it. Like, you can have all the other side things, but this ride, they have to get it right, and it for sure is coming. Like, imagine if, like, they cross-grained Shanghai's Pirates with Autopia. You're in the middle of... you're in the middle of New York, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're in your you're in your car, and then all of a sudden you see Iron Man and all that, and they you know a fight breaks loose in the middle of New York, and you're you, what you're trying to do is you're trying to escape it. Meanwhile, you're seeing Thor going on uh, on Chitauri. You're seeing a uh, you're seeing a uh, Thor go on a uh, go go on a uh, you know you know just just infuse the two together. Meanwhile, you're in a you're in a car of some sort. You know, I I don't know what happened, but I completely forgot about the pirates at Shanghai. What an amazing technological ride! Yes, because I think just I think it is one of the most tech technologically advanced rides yet. Because it all looked so real. Yeah, like you were you look to one corner. You have Johnny Depp's Jack Sparrow running around, uh, fighting Squid Face. That's pretty cool, you know. And 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 what else is cool about that whole thing is that uh, is that uh, the whole the whole uh, the I, I don't know where I'm going with this. I I I brain like like my brain just really. Yeah. Wow. For those of you, for those of you at home, we're so used to this by now, we can't even tell the difference. <laughs> anyway, what I was gonna, my main point is, is that it looked cool and infuse those. You have the technology now; it's proven right. that it works really well. Do something like that, you know. Have them thrown into the Battle of New York, or you know, have it different every time you go in, akin, much akin to like Star Wars, like. One right. uh, one ride, you're uh, you're going against Ultron and his uh, and his uh, AI army. Another one, you're going against Thanos, and he's trying to he's 
you you guys have the stones or something like that you know it's just it's just uh, it'll be a cool immersive experience and i think that that would definitely put you guys into like the marvel uh the marvel realm you know absolutely another idea i had um was and this is also, for me it's all pretty like <clears throat> oh well yeah duh uh at disneyland in the old Tomorrowland, there used to be this um, attraction called um, Adventures Through Inner Space. Which I, I see where you're going with this. Okay, you would go, you go into this pod thing, and they'd shrink you down to the size of an ant or an atom, and uh, you go around and you see all bum, these bum, different bum, things. Bum, but uh, clearly, I think it'd be a nice homage to that classic attraction to bring it back with today's technology and theme it to ant-man like who wouldn't want to experience that, that sensation of being shrunk down to the size of an ant ant-man yeah and ant- i think that make a great attraction have a have a paul rudd do some narration yeah that'll be cool um have michael Douglas have michael douglas up in the corner these ants, they uh, <laughs> they have feelings like people. <laughs> that was a horrible Michael Douglas impression. Uh, what else do we? What else do we want? I have an idea. Yes. Of a of a tower. That's kind of like an elevator, and it drops you, and it picks you up but there's music being slammed into your ears from guardians of the galaxy that sounds like an awful idea i am completely against this idea it sounds like another attraction um just slapped with a different stamp on it so uh yeah i'm against this idea completely oh okay that's good to know. Food. What are your ideas? What kind of? What kind of? Uh, okay, I already gave you one of mine about the about the Avengers experience. Oh, yeah. Um, I think uh, we can't do Hulk, can we? Uh, no, we can't. Universal has the theme park rights to Hulk. I see. Cause would <laughs> Cause would it have been cool if, like, in a, like at night, uh, as a night show, um, there's the projections of Hulk and another uh, giant monster, and uh, and they're going against each other, and it looks like they're wrecking buildings left or right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they. I mean, come on. They gotta. They gotta serve shawarma, right? You would imagine they. They'd have to. Tony shawarma. Like... <sighs> they'll sell. Uh, they'll sell pop tarts. Hey, um, Thor's. Uh, Thor's brew. And uh, California Adventure does have the license to uh, to serve alcohol. 
they also have the license to throw it in your face. <sighs> okay. Uh, so... Which you could do at a Thor Tavern kind of thing. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool. Like, yeah. like have it like, uh, have it set in Asgard. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. I mean, here's the ultimate question, though. And I, the, the Imagineers have to be, like, dabbling with this. Is What is the overarch, overarching, like, look? and story to this because when you think of something like star wars land the thing is that's a a planet that we've never seen in the universe and a planet where a lot of people from different backgrounds come it's kind of like a stop and go kind of thing what is the look for a marvel land going to be are they going to set it in like new york are they going to make it comic booky and make a, a brand new thing it's like the the setting I mean, sure, that could work, but it's just... I think, I think it would be, uh, I think it would be cool. I mean, you step, I mean, it almost, the Hollywood Studios place looks New York-ish. That would, that would already fit in. That's true. That would already fit in with the theme. Um... Especially if other rumors are, are true that they are going to try, anyway, to spruce up Hollywood land a little bit, at least. Yeah, I mean, something like that. So I think. Wait, quick they... question. Do, 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 do you think um, this Marvel expansion uh, is going to do away with Bugs Land? <sighs> I think it won't. Really? Do tell. I don't think I don't think uh, it's in. It, well, <clears throat> it's right there. So I think what they're gonna end up doing is they're gonna create some kind of new, like walkway. Yeah, a walkway to get directly because the area behind the tower is prime real estate to start doing there. So, but then again, you want a nice entrance and a nice, you know, I, ooh, I think more, more likely than not, Bugsland will largely remain unaffected, but, you know, they could just say, well, sorry, that was fun. It's tough to be a bug, you know. Yeah, that one. <laughs> hey, that's a little interesting. Hey, unite what? Bugs Life with Ant Man. <gasps> Gasp! I'm revolutionizing this whole thing. I'm making it. I'm making it a uh, transcendent. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that uh, I think that this was a this would definitely be good. Um there's also another thing that's coming out pretty soon and it is Star Wars Land coming in 2019 official. We have an official year launch date. 
Uh, which, which I correctly predicted. Mm-hmm. Let's not. Let's make sure that doesn't go unmentioned. I was the one saying uh, 
so I think I think uh, well, he wasn't alive when Star That's Wars. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. So funny. We're full mm-hmm. of jokes today, aren't we? Oh yes. So I think I'm 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 looking forward to it. I'm I I mean yeah. I'm, all the reasons that I told you, reason why I'm excited for it. Uh, so I think. Can I just say? I want to just say thank God, it's not opening in December of 2018, because some people were thinking it would. Because what a disaster that would be. December. Disneyland. Also the month Star Wars, a Star Wars movie will open. It's like, yeah. Do we have an official month? No, not yet. No. We never. We, we won't. We won't get that until like late 2018. We never know, man. We never know. We never know. It could That's open right. on December. Um. So, Avatar Land. Do we care? <laughs> okay, let's do a little bit of background here. This was announced such a long time ago. Yes. And when this was announced, everybody was so, so, so confused. Like, why? Really? Why is this happening? Really? Exactly, why? It's irrelevant in the land of Disney. Apparently, and I think uh, I think it's come to light why we know the answer or wh- what the answer is. For those who are not in the know, it, it it can be definitively inferred that Disney made this deal with Joe Rody and not Joe Rody. I'm sorry, James Cameron. And this is what happened. They pretty much because think about this is why you should be excited somewhat for this land. James freaking Cameron, like, oversaw what this land was going to be. Like, this man is a genius. Like, I'm pretty sure that aside from writing his various Avatar scripts, what kept halting And Terminator reboots. Exactly. What kept halting production was his, like, involvement with this. I think it's going to look spectacular, and I think it's going to blow people away. And I think... It's kind of refreshing that they're doing a land based on a property that isn't as beloved. And they're really going to do, I think, great things with it. But why it happened and why, more importantly, Disney let Cameron pretty much run the show was because of their big failure in acquiring J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter. The biggest flop that Disneyland <laughs> properties have ever done. I mean, imagine Harry Potter land in a freaking, freaking Disney realm. Imagine no offense, that. Kyle. That would that would really just blow you away, dude. Yes, yes. And then all the Fantastic Beasts movies coming out under the Disney banner. That would be mind blowing. That would be mind blowing. It's like that would be almost like how much I want Doctor Who to be uh, owned by Disney. Yeah, yeah. And I, I want to make sure our listeners are aware of what exactly went down. Is that 
Disney was very much looking like they were the ones who had like J.K. Rowling actually went to them first and said, like, "Okay, I want you to do a land. I want you guys to have first dibs." And Disney was like, "Sure, we'll get to work on it, but um, we'll go ahead and take it from here." And J.K. was like, "No, I'm gonna oversee every little thing." And they were like, "Yeah, we don't really roll that way." So here, take your Harry Potter thing back. And she marched up straight to Universal, and Universal was like, "Okay." Do your thing. And hence, we have the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Disney. Wow. You blew it. You, <laughs> you blew really it. Blew you it. blew it. You blew it. Hey. Hey. You blew it. I think, yeah, they messed up in a huge way. Um, maybe this Avatar Land will redeem those qualities. But so far, I'm not excited. I mean that that uh, animatronic of that of the no- uh, that one Navi looked pretty yeah. sick. It it looked amazing. What do you mean pretty? It, it look it, it looks as real as Ada the LMD looks on Agents of Shield. It's it's kind of unnerving how real that thing looks. I think people are going to be really surprised by uh, the technology at least that's at play for Avatar Land. Yeah. How long has it been? How long has it been worked on? Six years? I think so. <clears throat> I mean, when I went there to the Animal Kingdom, uh, which was what two years ago, three years ago, it was still under production. <clears throat> Wait, when did you go? Two thousand fourteen. <clears throat> That's almost three years. Yeah. That is crazy. That is cray cray. You know what uh, I just thought of, Kyle? Yes. What would be interesting for a future podcast for your listeners is a complete uh, travel report of your time at Walt Disney World because you're the only one who has actually been fortunate enough to go to a vacation to Walt Disney World. And, yeah, go ahead. Well, <clears throat> let's start right now. <laughs> nah, nah. Um, we don't have, we, no, we, we do not have the time. You have so many things. Um... <clears throat> Also, uh, so do you care about Avatar Land? Uh, remotely, somewhat. I, I, I'm curious. I'm very curious to see what it's about. But am I excited? No, because it's like, it's not Star Wars. It's not Marvel. It's not even, like, it's nothing that's in the cultural zeitgeist. Uh, it's not even anything in pop culture or the fandom. So it's like... Eh, is what people are feeling about it. However, meanwhile, uh, Animal Kingdom is getting a makeover. Uh, Fantasyland seems to be getting a uh, a temporary makeover as well. Yes, uh, it's going to be a Beauty and the a, Beast. Yes, Beauty and the Beast takeover. Um, it is being. Uh, it is being billed as a limited time experience at Fantasyland. Um, let's see what it says. You are invited to be our guest and step into the beloved Beauty and the Beast story in new ways. For a limited time, Fantasyland at Disneyland Park will bring this tale to life with yada yada yada. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is a couple of things that they announced. Uh, the Red Rose Tavern which is the new name 
for the Village House restaurant, which is located next to uh, Pinocchio. Pinocchio's Daring Journey. Why not call it and, Gaston's Tavern? That's stupid. Uh, because, for one, they already have a Gaston's Tavern at Walt Disney World. I guess they didn't want to make it too similar. And because this is a, this uh, this Red Rose Tavern is essentially a Be Our Guest light. Because they will be serving pretty much the same-ish menu from Be Our Guest and the Grey Stuff. Which, of course, you have actually been to Be Our Guest. <clears throat> eh... Um, no, I'm kidding. It was delicious. Um, <laughs> I, it, 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 I mean, this makes sense. I mean, Disney is get, throwing its all, you know, it's throwing everything, including the kitchen sink at the, at the whole marketing, of Beauty and the Beast. I mean, now there's a, there's a kitchen, kitchen, uh, uh, appliances that are in the, in the, in the spirit of the movie. Um, right. Merchandise galore at the Disney store. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, all these, all these uh, elements that are being from the movie are coming to fruition in the real life, which I think is a pretty uh, superb idea. I think. I think that this movie. Uh, I mean, for sure, this movie is gonna make bank. I mean, look for the company. It is no secret, Disney, they're geniuses at marketing their movies. But if you think about it, if you really, really think about it, this may be the most they've they've put into marketing a film. Like, this feels like so much more effort and so many more resources are being put into promoting this Beauty and the Beast film than anything all last year. Because, you know... I. This was such a huge movie for the company, the uh, the original oh animated God. movie. The first animated movie in history to be nominated for best picture. And it and it, quite frankly it shows. I mean, and yeah. and now we're getting a uh, another go, another look at said movie, which I think is uh I think that I think it would be great. I mean, for those who for for uh, new generations yeah, to like Beauty and the Beast. Well. Beauty and the Beast is so big; it could arguably be considered their signature hit. <coughs> yes, that that's how great it is. Um, I personally am uh, looking forward to this. I think that a lot of good things, and uh, we're again, we're probably going to see another uh, another uh, make makeover, much akin to Star Wars Land, Marvel Land, and. What have you? Now, now, Beauty and the Beast Land. Beauty and the um, Beast Land. There you go. Um, I I like the fact that Gaston is coming back to the parks. Oh or, yeah, no, it, not, not even coming back. Wasn't he never in the parks? Was didn't he? Didn't he not well, have a have a presence there? Gaston never really had a presence in any Disney park until they opened Be Our Guest at the uh, Magic Kingdom. But Gaston was appearing uh, infrequently in Disneyland Park as of late last year. But he will be uh, appearing regularly, uh, starting with this Beauty and the Beast takeover. What they do here with Gaston is not as if he stays in one area. He's actually going to be walking around all over Fantasyland and just like, Hey, it's me, Gaston. Pay attention to me. Um, Much 
Much to the... Much to the... Uh, the character. Yeah. Um, I've been brain farting this whole entire podcast. I am sorry, guys. There's also special merchandising, as you would expect. They're going to have some new stuff at Maurice's Treats. <clears throat> That's cool. Which is at... Which is... Hey! At the Fantasy Fair uh, area in Disneyland, which is right next to the castle. Hey! That's the name of the podcast. It is. And there'll also be some... Uh, the Royal Theater at the Fantasy Fair presents Beauty and the Beast. So I think a, like a little Beauty and the Beast mini show at the Royal Theater, which is where they show Tangled, I think. <clears throat> mm. So... Which yeah. now she gets her long hair back. And it's canon... Because of the new Tangled television series coming to Disney Channel, which recently got renewed for a second season ahead of its season one series premiere. That, that's that's insane, dude. <laughs> that's way too insane for this me, for this for this mind of mine. And then uh, we must ask the age-old question: Are we excited for Beauty and the Beast? Oh, come on. Of course. Look, uh, let's be real here. Uh, and I'm talking to y'all Disney fans out there. We know what we're walking into. We're walking into the same dang movie. And you know what? It's going to be glorious. That's, it's going to be glorious. But more importantly, that's exactly what most of us wanted. That's what the fan base wanted. Because we freak out. Every little change. I mean, go back to some of the old podcasts and think. I, I think the Kyle dress. Oh my god! The you th you threw a fit over the dress. I'm still throwing a fit. And and uh, Mrs. Potts and the look of Lumiere and like she called me the one. Any little change is like just a little change is savaged entirely by the disney fan community and then uh, as of recently uh ariana grande and john legend uh released their version of the of the titular song which i beauty think beauty and the beast which i think is a good good version it ain't no celine dion but it's a good version i uh another uh another thing that was really there was a bunch of trailers that were, was released um Celine Dion is gonna write is gonna write a new song for the movie, and then uh, we got a little bit of uh, of uh, Emma Watson singing, uh, singing Bell Reprise. I think it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a huge movie. So I think we are. Good for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you, Alexis Soto, for coming on to the show with us. I, Kyle, I just want to say thank you so much for inviting me on, and it's always a pleasure to come on your show and provide some glorious insight that will inevitably be correct. Uh, you know what? I should buy you a saddle for your next birthday. Really? So that, Why is that? So that way you ride more comfortably on your high horse. Well, as it has always been said, at least I own a high horse. Oh. Anyway, I'm Kyle Lira. This is the Fantasy Fair. Ladies and gentlemen, stay magical. When you wish upon a star, 
of the past, and here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America, with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you.